whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 9, Hashtag Obsessed. And we also have a special guest joining us for our penultimate episode, my sister Allegra. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I am also Hashtag Obsessed with you (laughs) and your show. This was a pretty good ep. It It was was a good ep. I loved it. I like wanted to watch the next one immediately after. Mm-hmm. And then on a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to read us the episode description? Ah, uh, yes I do. I was I just had it up and then I minimized it for no reason. Here we go. <laughs> Obsessed. The senior prom is delayed due to a code red emergency. Esme is furious when prom doesn't go exactly as she'd hoped. Well that is an understatement. Wow. On both. <laughs> We also, like, Esme, we don't see, like, until prom, really, right? We see see her her once. We see her once. Okay. But I feel like the story was not centered on Esme, but sure. She was, like, (laughs) Jeepers Creepers. Did she make it about her? Yes, she did. (laughs) Oh, boy. She she was a background presence, even when she wasn't on screen. So it didn't feel like no out of the blue. True. I just mean, like, having her... Having her be, like, the only other plot talked about in the description yeah, seems strange. Well, we know these descriptions are uh, not helpful. <laughs> True. Um, but I think the title of this episode actually makes more sense than most of them. Finally. Esme is hashtag obsessed with the idea of getting back together with Zig. Or just Zig. Or just Zig in general. I don't know. Um, I Honestly, think that's really the only one that it applies to, but yeah. that's enough. <laughs> I mean, Hunter is obsessed with gender norms. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. See, yeah. Yeah. True. But yeah. I have a lot of things to say about Hunter. <laughs> Let's just dive into it. Yes, please. Um, the seniors are, like, having a study session. Zig looks lost. What else is new? Someone mentions that Esme's been keeping a low profile, and also that prom is tomorrow, and they have a test on the same day as prom. How lame is that? It's been so long since I've watched an episode that I I did not recognize Maya at first without her (laughs) very bad glasses. (laughs) So happy that she got contacts. Proud of Mm. her. Um, Also, our prom was on a Saturday. Is that how you, like all of our dances were on Saturdays, not on like the same day as school? Oh no, ours so. was a school day. Ours was a Friday, but like it was not a real day. Like every like all the girls left early to like get their makeup done and get spray tans and stuff. Like Jersey, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but I feel like we had that happen as well. But we just had the whole day of Saturday to get ready for the dance. Yeah, I think the only time we ever had like dances on a school night were like very much not important. Like the casual ones. Again, as we've discussed, we grew up in like the opposite town of Footloose where we just had dances constantly (laughs) all the time. We lived in a Degrassi town. It was constantly (laughs) dances. We really did. Opposite Footloose. Yeah, so many dances, so many like kind of like pep rally things, like yeah, a lot happened in our town. (laughs) 
Um, but well, and not a lot happened in our town, which is why we had constant dances. True, true, true. Because and our dances weren't just like run by the school. We also had like extracurricular dances. Right. What's an like our curricular dance. Like, cur- like our community center would put on dances. Like through they would call like in middle school they were called like teen dances. The um so for some don't triangulate but some geography the elementary school high school and middle school were all right next to each other and they were across the street from the community center. Yeah. So it was like constant middle school high school and community center dances oh yeah totally and then they had one called like club chaos all spelled with k's remember club chaos (laughs) (laughs) that was also put on at the csd yeah um and then also the club that we were in in high school youth and government it was like a statewide club so you had like three trips a year where like kids from all over the state would congregate and do like fake government, fake government legislature court system stuff. But then they would also have dances at those. And there are always people who would just join because of the dances. And yeah. those were like the people who sucked. But like they would bust the us, dance was a big draw. <laughs> they would bus us six hours to an army base and have dances every night. I think there was only one. I thought there was like at least two. Well, we just had two bobs. We just went twice. And they don't even do it at Bob anymore. I this know. is too specific. Okay. Anyway, if you were in youth and government in California in like the mid two thousands, like shout out. <laughs> Honestly, um, that clears something up for me about the Mighty Ducks TV show because they had like their, uh, I don't know, like states or whatever, and there was like a dance, and I thought that was really fucking weird, but I guess it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you just have a bunch of teens gathered for something, it makes sense to put on a dance. I don't know. Just to be like, I don't know. We don't know what to do with you tonight. Like, go in this gym. <laughs> Let out your energy here. Um, it's like when I, I bring know. my dog to the dog park. Exactly. Like I'm just corralling exactly. you in this a space. Dance go run around. A dance is a child's dog park. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta let out all your feelings and <laughs> pent up energy. I will say, I think one of my favorite like dances from media might be the co-ed dance from Heavyweights. Oh yeah, that's a great dance. Classic <laughs> dance scene. Um. So Vampire Boy. Um. <laughs> wait, no. So wait, we're still studying. Oh, you're right. I said, I guess Blonde Girl and Zig are long game? Question mark. I guess. I guess this Apparently. is what, it's all been leading to this. They are the Sema of this generation. I mean, they kind of are. Like, yeah. not to get, like, sentimental about, like, Maya and Zig, but, like, day one of Maya and Zig, they were, like, into each other. Yeah. It was hinky but then because was... of Tori, but... Yeah. Which, remember Tori? If we still did I eulogies, know. we would have done a Tori eulogy. Oh, totally. God, I forgot about eulogies. <laughs> yeah. And then Cam, and then, uh, yeah, it, then it's like, I waited for you, and then Miles came along. Uh, it's all, Zig and Maya have always, like, come back to each other. Yeah. It's definitely been one of those. They're endgame. Rollercoaster like, rides. I, maybe I'm just getting nostalgic. I'm we're not mad to at an it. End. I'm, like, all about it. Yeah, I'm fine Which with it. We haven't this talked was... about it at the top of an episode, but this is going to be a, right. a, likely our last season. We are going to, yeah. these next two episodes are probably the end for us. We're not, never say never, but we're going to be on an indefinite hiatus. Um, 
if you don't want to say subscribe to the podcast because who knows if we're coming back just keep following our twitter because we will definitely announce it and we will not bother you by flooding your timeline yeah and allegra and i have an upcoming project so i if there is any news that also might be discussed whenever that eventually launches there could be a feed drop yeah um the only like (laughs) stay subscribed for that potentially right exactly so yes like maybe eventually we'll return and do degrassi junior high degrassi high but it's definitely not going to be anytime soon (laughs) yeah we need we need some space from it's yeah doing this we We need need a break yeah, I, I I have a, a high uh, maintenance puppy in my life, and I just Kelsey basically had a child, so I just like, I need some time. <laughs> yeah, maybe if she it, has a baby. Maybe if like the pandemic hadn't hit, there would have been a lot more momentum and energy um, for our silly teen dramas that we know and love. But um, yeah, I think. This will be a sentimental send off. Um, yeah, and I think we've reached the end. We didn't even think we were gonna do next class. Yeah, honestly, when we set out, we were like fourteen seasons is enough, and we really and we were just like, ah, well, what's formal? <laughs> I guess exactly. Um, and honestly, worth it. Loved next class. Would watch. Yeah, again. it was great. And also, it helped that like it's all the same characters that we got to know like towards the end of next gen. Anyway. So it just made sense to, like, close that loop. Um, so, yeah, never say never, but not anytime soon yes. will we be returning. Goonies never say die. At least not in this format. Exactly. <laughs> but I, you could still potentially hear my voice on the airwaves. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, Sean and I are still doing um, the Halloween episode every October. So you'll hear me and five I'm times sure, a year. I'm sure we'll have Kelsey on our upcoming project at some point as well if she if she wants to yeah and all this will be cut out if our project completely fails (laughs) well i mean this is coming out before we even start doing our project so we're still working on it (laughs) but yeah anyway so like everyone goes to leave the study session but zig is still struggling so he stays at maya's and then they and he ends up like accidentally spending the night and they like wake up snuggling on the couch and they're both like wait what what's going on and he like leaves and is like like in disbelief uh the new developments or i guess the new old developments Very that makes sense boner that morning yeah. <laughs> the expression that they freeze frame on for him when they go to the theme song is so fucking funny <laughs> he looks so confused yeah (laughs) it's like wait what yeah um but then we are with hunter baz and vj i can't remember how the conversation starts but i was like very happy to see baz and vj like being there for yale for fucking for finally finally and using correct pronouns pronouns and correcting hunter and kind of calling hunter out for not being very supportive hell yeah like yes yale support thank god and we finally get confirmation on yale's pronouns which i know we had been kind of it hadn't been explicitly stated yeah i didn't know hunter's name so in my notes he is vampire boy (laughs) that's fair (laughs) it's fair 
But Hunter is very hung up on the pronouns and is like, they's plural. Bleh, bleh. Like, shut Which up. Which is so Come annoying. On. Like, that is I not know. a valid argument because it isn't. No. It's how you describe a person when you don't know their gender. Like, It's in AP style now, guys. So, like, if... Yeah. But like gra- even, grammar changes and evolves. But like even <laughs> before, like you know, it was in the zeitgeist that people were who were non-binary were using they them pronouns. Like the argument that it's only for plurals. Like how how would you describe a person that you didn't know what their gender was? Also, gender is a social construct. But yeah, you would well, use I mean, they and them. I w- you would probably use he or she, but because that was, we've been fed the gender binary for so long. Like, that's how I was taught in my, like, college grammar class, essentially, my magazine editing. It's like, he or she, if you do not know. Yeah, but, but obviously, like, that has evolved. You would say yeah. they or them. Yeah. I True, remember... but it's just, it's a stupid thing to get hung up on. It's like an excuse to hide behind all that matters is someone is asking you to call them or to use a certain pronoun and to call them what they want to be called. And that's all that should really matter. You should just respect that, whether you think it's grammatically correct or not. Yeah, it's it's so, just a thing to hide behind when you want to be insensitive or bigoted. It's like I'm being I mean, grammatically I, correct. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm basically... Um, my dad's a uh, queer tut- tutor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whenever he has any sort of question, he's, he comes to me... And I remember, like, years ago, when he was still, before he moved, um, we were in his kitchen. He's like, what's the deal with pronouns? <laughs> and I was like, you know it. You, he's like, well, it's confusing. I'm like, no, 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 you know it. I'm like, let's say you have a party. And, like, someone leaves a phone. You wouldn't say, you know, like, I need to return his or her phone. He's like, I need to return their phone. Right. And he was like, oh. Yeah, it's like it's it's like people you you've, you're already talking like this. Yeah. you're just getting hung up on it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. It's ridiculous. Although I so I do have one thing about the hunter thing. So all of the criticisms of Hunter are very valid. Like he's not being supportive of Yale. He's all hung up about pronouns. He's being like an asshole. The thing where I'm like oh a little bit like "Mm, this is missing the point is how much everyone is pushing on him to stay in the relationship yeah like i know plenty of people who have you know stayed with partners who were transitioning and like you know like my my cousin like their their partner like started transitioning like years into their relationship and then they got married after they transitioned and it's like it's a very beautiful relationship i'm very happy for them but also there are plenty of people who when their partner transitioned were like this is not really my deal but i support you i just can't do the relationship anymore i don't know why they're pushing him into staying in the relationship if that's not what he wants in a partner Mm -hmm. but he has been Yale's friend for many, many years. So they should be giving him shit for not being a supportive friend. Because I think mm-hmm. even though they, he is like not interested in staying with them, I think that Yale would just be appreciative of a friend who is supportive. I don't think there needs to be all this pressure to be like, pick a label. Like I think that's a lot of what Hunter is getting hung up on because he's so into like people's perception of him, which is stupid. But like teenage boy. Totally. It just bothers me that everyone's like, don't you still want to make out with Yale? And it's like, it's okay if he doesn't want to, but he also needs to be a supportive friend. Otherwise, they should just cut him out like they kind of have been doing. 
that is also that was also my most frustrating point. Uh, well, like two things. Like one is that in their effort to be supportive, they think. Well, Yale's still the same person deep down, so you should still want to like get it wet. Like it doesn't need to be <laughs> sexualized. Yeah. And also, the thing is, it's like I've known people who are in relationships, and one person would come out as bisexual, and they would break up because, like, even though technically, you know, the the attraction between the male and female partners, whatever, um, gender sex constructs um, disclaimer, but like, someone is going through a very deep and personal transformation and sometimes the attention that that needs cannot also sustain a relationship yeah it's like so like you got into a relation with someone and they didn't know who they were and so now they're changing into the person like they're still figuring out who they are to begin with so if you don't want to be with someone who doesn't know who they are that's a valid reason and we were also taught i think we paused and literally like had this same like, a very similar conversation when we were watching this yesterday. And on the point of, like, this person is changing so much and still figuring out who they are. Like, they they don't really completely know who they are. So it's hard to expect someone else to, like, quote-unquote love you for who you are when you still are trying to figure out who that is. And it's, it's especially, like, hard ask of, like, a 16-year-old boy to be like, just wait, just hold on. You just got to like take it as it comes to you. Like, I think it's okay that they broke up. I think it's probably for the best that they broke up because it's, this is a lot to go through in general, especially when you're a teenager. And like, maybe once like things have calmed down, maybe check in again in a year. I don't know, but like, and then every other criticism of Vampire Boy is valid, is valid yes, because 100%. he, yeah. It's, yeah, he's getting really hung up on, like, the gender construct. He is, He is only centering himself in every single conversation, and it's like, fuck you, Hollingsworth. Well, I mean, are we surprised by any of this? But I I (laughs) do think that they are, they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. Like, Yale isn't pushing for it, but, like, Mm -mm. BJ and Baz and Frankie and everyone else who's, like, pushing Hunter to label himself to decide whether or not he wants to stay in this relationship like i i think that they would have much better results with him accepting yale and loving yale as a person and being yale's friend and like being there to support them versus getting all hung up on his own dumb bullshit like by pushing him into like figuring himself out in relation to this like can we not make it about hunter because that's where hunter is getting weird and shitty and it's yeah. not hunter's fucking I, hunter, thing like let... i don't think hunter is ready to no. explore that part of himself and trying to force him to do so is not cool also like, like let's not make it about hunter because it's not fucking about hunter How it's about not you about just, hunter like, hold him accountable for being a shitty friend and a bigot and not like make this about him because lord knows he loves to make it about him and they are Mm -hmm. doing that in a big way like themselves and like let's oh man it it made me mad because i'm like there's so many valid criticisms about hunter's attitude about everything and it like good intentions but making it worse truly if you don't love yourself how the hell you gonna love somebody else amen yes (laughs) um but then we... The test. Zig is sad about how stupid he is. 
That's my next note is Zoe is trying to sneak a peek at prom royalty results, but I don't really remember how long this scene lasts because then my next note is about Miles. <laughs> is Miles in this uh, in this place? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, so Zoe's <laughs> trying to look at results and Winston's like, you don't get to find out until tonight like everyone else. And right. then they're talking about how Winston is going alone and he's like, Miles and I are like going solo. And Miles like, well, right. I'm not going because Tristan broke up with me and I don't want to. Um, and I have to figure out how I can go to this writing program that I can't afford. And then Zoe is talking about how she's like, well, I'm going to still try to win my mom over by graduation. And Miles is like, well, I don't know if I can like win my dad over on this writing program. And Winston's right. like, everybody's going to do their best to win their respective parents over, basically. <laughs> He's like, it is a magical night. Let's go do things. Ever the optimist. Oh, oh Winston. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, they're taking the test. I just wrote, Zig is going to fucking get held back. Like, he is oh, not God, prepared. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they were, like, if this... They were planting the seeds for a spinner situation just in case they oh, got a renewed. a thousand percent. I a thousand thinking, percent. Um, Drew, this is a Drew situation. Oh yeah, they were gonna hold yeah, him back. Yeah. He was gonna murder a man. And... <laughs> well, he didn't murder the man. Tori <laughs> murdered the man. Not Tori. Uh, Bianca. God, names are hard. So much um, murder. <laughs> um, well, like if this show had gotten picked up again, he would have been. Yeah, held back. Zig would have been held back, and Tristan probably would have been there again because. They probably like missed so much school because of the coma. Like they would have had a couple people hang back from that class, I'm sure. Especially because they didn't introduce a like a younger classman. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, they probably would. I bet you they would have had like a new like freshman class come in had they been renewed. Yes. And I guess Esme like. I don't know what they could have done with it. I mean, we don't know how Esme's story, quote-unquote, ends in the next episode. But, like, they're all graduating. So, I'm, like, I'm wondering how this would have even been, like, well, explored further Esme, in the next season. Esme would have gone to fucking prison. <laughs> so, she would not have been able to graduate. They would have, like, revoked her degree or some shit. And then she would have to do... Like school again. I guess or, Esme would have been held back too. Or she graduates and she's just in fucking prison. <laughs> or just like on parole. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we don't know what happens yet. We don't know what happens yet. Um. Anyway, I don't. I'm gonna jump ahead just a second, but like I always knew this is what she was capable of. Mm -hmm. I think we all knew. I oh, think yeah. we all knew. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, and then Zig tells Tiny about, like, I think, like, things might be happening with Maya again, question mark. Like, I spent the night at her house last night, and Tiny's like, oh, you had sex? And he's like, no, but we, like, cuddled. And Tiny's like, oh, sound the alarms or whatever. He's just like, full arm and everything? Did you wear a protection? <laughs> right. It's fucking funny, man. Yeah. And... 
Yeah, and then Maya, like, swings by and is like, hey, Zig, do you... And then Zig's like, I don't know, maybe I should keep my distance. I don't... It's like, we're graduating, I don't know, this... Maybe this is a bad idea. And then Maya swings by and is like, Zig, do you want to go to prom together? And he immediately is like, yeah, let's do it. No like, hesitation. no resolve. I mean, I, I do like how casually, especially after all the fucking promposals, Maya's like, you want right. to go to prom? Cool, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Maya got really cool. She did. Like, she went through some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Suddenly she's like chill, not annoying or selfish. She's just extremely cool girl. Like, Holland even mentioned that her prom dress is. Like not her, not her at anymore. All. And yeah. like she could have gone in like a little simple black dress and fuck it would have been very um what's her name? Selena from Gossip Girl? Serena? Serena? Serena. Um I don't know, but on that note do we want to do fashion cuz I think I took a couple prom dress notes cuz my next note is Shay's red prom dress is great. I like her dress. It is great. I hope she didn't change. We don't we see her change. again. Yeah. We don't see her again. I hope she didn't change because she looks great. I know. Um, Never Jonah is trying to push an ugly guitar tie as part of his prom outfit. I don't remember if he actually ended up wearing it. I think he did. I think Grace vetoed it and then he went with it anyway. Also, <laughs> I mean, 100% best dressed is Rasha and Zoe. Oh, yeah. They both look incredible. Yeah, Zoe has like a two-piece situation and... Rasha's, like, lavender blush suit is, like, amazing. She amazing. looks great. No top underneath. Very Kristen Stewart yeah. at some sort of award ceremony. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, my, So, yeah, Maya's prom dress is, like, the top is, like, very rhinestone-y sparkly, and the bottom is, like, kind of, like, chiffon. Teal poofy is it teal are we talking about zoe still no we're talking about maya it's, oh, maya it's like pink. baby pink it's, it's like it's very not maya any i think no. this would be maya like maybe a couple years ago this but is, um high school musical ashley tisdale dress yeah. oh yeah it's very sharp she, she look like she looks fantastic don't get me wrong but she also like she looks like a princess which is not yeah. her vibe no so um, my winner, my winners and losers of fashion um, are actually like people who weren't even in a prom dress. Um, loser is uh, y- Yael's hair is really. <laughs> you don't like their new look. <laughs> real fucking bad. They've got like a sp- a spout of hair, like a weird bang, just like off the side of their head, and then they're in a ponytail, and then they sort of just pin the ponytail to the other <laughs> side of their head so it's just like a frizzy little shitty mess you know like they have very thick curly hair but then they like brushed the end and it's that like yeah you know, you know what I'm yeah about. i know it's don't like, brush the hair yeah. don't brush curly hair you guys if, no if i can don't teach do you anything from years <laughs> and years of hair that i don't like having do not brush it when it's dry it just, um, even wavy hair even wavy hair honestly, no you don't know what do I want, it Brielle? i want you like a uh, Lola did what Lola could do as far as makeovers go, but somebody needs to go take Yale to get like a cool professional haircut. A thousand percent. Yeah. Someone take her to. Them. Oh, sorry, them. Someone take them to a black barber who knows how to deal with the curly, curly hair. That's what our brother does. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, also back to fashion. Goldie's gold dress is amazing as well. Oh, I Goldie really looks like. amazing. Goldie looks great. Yeah. That was my last fashion note. All right, never mind. Goldie wins. But <laughs> uh, honorary mention is Vampire Boy looking kind of amazing, like a little baby Russian prince in <laughs> oh, his yeah, little yeah. toy soldier outfit. Yeah. <laughs> baby Russian After, prince. like, 
after the upsetting photo booth scene that we will get to, Allegra is just like, I mean, but he looks amazing. <laughs> oh my god. Because his hair is also like not it's, greasy. It's finally like in this scene. Yeah. yeah. He's like he's reached like what like the best that he can attain. Yeah, he stopped looking like a really bad vampire diaries extra and like was very main character in this moment. Yeah, kind of like Dimitri from Anastasia, but with a little yes. bit longer hair. Yes. He, yeah. <laughs> I looked up his IMDb um, after this because I'm like, this is the face of a like CW actor, and he is on Rain, a CW show. I tried watching that, but I couldn't get over how historically inaccurate it was because it's about Mary Queen of Scots, and I'm oh, like, shit. none of this is correct, and I can't do it anymore. And he's in some murder show, and so there was like some screenshot of his like mouth covered in blood by candlelight. I'm like, this is with this, the long hair. This feels like, right. Greased back. This feels yeah, very it looked very fitting for his vibe. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we're at the Hollingsworth house. Shay is over showing Frankie her prom dress and. Is like it's okay, right? Like, I mean, I feel like at this point, you bought the dress, you're wearing the dress. Yeah. Like, you're not returned. It's prom is tomorrow or today or whatever. You think you're gonna find a better prom <laughs> dress less than 24 hours away from prom? Hell no. no. Hell. Bottom of the barrel. Forever 21 bullshit. No. God, I remember my senior year, our prom was in the middle of April, which was so it was weird. Like unseasonably and so, early. And so no stores were selling prom dresses yet because it was April and it was very hard to find a dress. I did not like my dress that year. It was not the best. <laughs> um, but anyway, then Hunter and Frankie start talking about like Yale and their new identity. And Hunter's like, well, how would you feel if Jonah grew boobs and cut off his penis? And I it's just like, like cut off his penis! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. And then stupid Frankie is like, well, I mean, biologically, Gail is still female. Like, she still has all they, the same. They. Sorry, they still have all the same parts. Like, that shouldn't be part of the conversation. Don't you still like Gail? Like, it'll still kind of be the same. And it's like that. Nope. Stop no. talking about genitals when talking about trans people. Yep. Yeah. This is Cosine. a child's genitals. <laughs> no yep. bad. Why are you playing a phone game right I'm now? I'm a little high. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just start playing like Tetris. Oh my or god. I'm after my own heart. Um, <laughs> like we're doing something right now. I can multitask. <laughs> Are we so boring that you have no. to, like, engage your brain in another way? This is the problem with my notes being on my phone. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait. You I did... was looking at my little Russian prince note, and then I was like, what other apps do I have open? Oh, my God. Allegra. Okay. I'm keeping all of um, this in, by the way. Um, <laughs> you miss, But you, you did miss a line that I did enjoy, because Frankie's first response was, well, then I'd have nothing to fantasize about, and does, like, a, a right. finger snipping scissors motion. I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's a little funny. And then she ruined it. Yeah, it's everyone. I think everyone's just getting in Hunter's ear with like the wrong advice. Yep. <laughs> Mis like well-intentioned, wildly misguided advice. Yeah. Which feels accurate to teenagers. True. Mm -hmm. It's like, why can't you just still like date Yale? It's it would be so much easier for all of us. <laughs> Essentially, uh, too, I feel uh, like. <laughs> there, there's their fucking motive right there. They're like, 
we want to be like hashtag woke supportive friends, but also we want everything to go back to normal. So yep. could you just like get with the fucking program? Yeah, I can see that being part of it as well. Like, which I can understand to some degree. I've never like had this kind of situation happen in my friend group, but like in high school, especially you have friends who date other people and then they break up and then it's awkward and it's like, well, is it cool if we go over to like one of their houses and the other person's not invited, but like we're still friends with like both of like, I had to do a lot of that in college too, but like, I understand, but it's very selfish and unhelpful. Mm-hmm. We I had a very incestuous friend group, so that's like, like all that's all high but school I'm just, friend group. Even if people broke up, we still invited them all over the place, <laughs> and then they would just date new people within the friend group. Yep, it was Same. really just JJ. <laughs> JJ. JJ dated like three or four of us. Oh my gosh, JJ got around. Yep. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, then this is when Jonah shows his, I mean, new scene, Jonah showing his ugly tie to Grace, and then Zig and, I think Zig and Tiny are walking together in the hall. No, it's just Zig. Zig walks up to Grace and Jonah and is like, do we have room for another person? Because I have a date to prom. And they're like, who? And then he, please don't say Esme. And then Esme shows up, like, like Beetlejuice when you say her name. Right, and she's like, we're still going to prom together, right? Like, when are you picking me up? And Zeg is like, we are broken up. We are not going to prom together anymore. And then I think Grace and Jen are like, yeah, he already has a date. Sorry. And she's like, don't tell me it's Maya. She's so threatened by Maya. I mean, and I'm like, here's my thing. Like, I, if they ended on good terms and as friends, I would understand her being like, Maybe we're still going to prom together. But they ended poorly. Horribly. Horribly. This actress is maybe one of the stronger actors on this entire show. She is giving, like, American Horror Story level batshit insane energy. And she's she's just acting circles around everyone in the scene. (laughs) She, like, storms off. I was like, like, this is amazing. I was also mad when we watched it. But then also, like... I think Esme is like, don't you still love me? Or like, I don't know, something like She's that. Like, I, th- I thought you said you'd always care about me. And he's like, I, you know, I'll always be there for you. And that was her being like, so you're saying there's a chance. Well, but she asks him, I think, like, don't you still love me? And then Grace and Jonah in the background are like, no, no, don't say no, say no. Because they're like, don't give her hope, which is what I was thinking, too. And he's like, well, you know, you can't just turn that off. I'm like, Zig, you need to do a clean break with Esme, like, of all people. Also, like, do um, we think that he ever loved Esme? No, right? I Maybe he thought that he did. I don't, he's not very bright. He's, he's not very bright. God, Esme's a fucking Scorpio. This episode <laughs> leaves, like, she's like a triple Scorpio. I was going to say Gemini. The the absolute obsession, stalking level shit, I'm like, that's some Scorpio shit right there. Like the emotional manipulation, <laughs> the obsession, the mistrust. This is a triple Scorpio. Okay. Here here is my take on Esme's signs. I think that she is a Gemini Sun, a Scorpio rising, and a Leo moon. I haven't watched enough of this show, to be fair. I can see that. I'm going to, I'm actually going to look up the wiki to see if she has a birthday. 
<laughs> whether that would mean oh anything, and but a, give me a birth time. <laughs> no, it just has a year. Nineteen ninety eight. Holy crap, Jesus. Oh um, okay. <laughs> I, I stand by this. I mean, you guys feel free to to write in. And yeah, let me feel know free to thoughts, weigh in. What do you think Esme's big three is? But I, I yeah. feel pretty confident about this. I think that she's got Gemini, Scorpio, and Leo in there. That is um, our grandmother's birth signs, actually. She's really? A Gemini sun, oh my Scorpio, God. rising, Leo, moon. Literally. Yeah. And so she's Literally. not like my grandma. <laughs> no, she's not like grandma. <laughs> so, uh, which is why it's like, I could see Leo in there because she does like the attention. But because uh, as a Scorpio sun, Leo rising. <laughs> Maybe she's a Leo rising. Scorpio sun, Scorpio moon. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like your moon is like the is your what people moon, how think you, you are. Process, I thought your, no, rising your rising is what people think you are. I thought yeah. your moon was your mask. Your rising is like your mo- emo- your moods and emotions. But I thought the moon was your mask because no. that can sometimes go away as you get older. That's and more your rising. You this is fucking stupid, <laughs> made up bullshit. That's why I think her rising is Scorpio. Yes. And then her moon and her sun are Scorpio. Or no, her. Rise, no, her rising is Leo, and then the other two are Scorpio. Yeah, she's definitely, it's just like. The moods and emotion has to, uh, her moon so, is at least Scorpio. It's so absolutely unstable, and particularly around relationships, which is why I think Scorpio has to be involved. Okay, so I'm, I'm switching my take. I think that she is a Gemini sun, a Scorpio rising, and a Leo moon. Or no, switch That's what those. That's you said before, other those. way around. Switch the last two. I think Leo that she's, rising, yeah, Scorpio moon, yeah. Leo rising Scorpio. Yeah, because yeah, because she's also very like Gemini she wise. She's yeah, she's good at. But then I can also see that being kind of Libra y, where you like are good at playing. Okay. You're good at like adapting to the people who you're around. Scorpio. Although she's not good at that. So Scorpio mind. Sun, Gemini rising Leo moon. No, I think score. I think no. I think what Kelsey said is more correct. All right, whatever. Anyway, we're getting really hung up on. We'll have to <laughs> cut all of this. This is all some boring, stupid bullshit. No one cares. I'm keeping about. all of this in. I'm keeping you playing the phone games. I'm keeping this whole thing in here. All right. My next note is this dad sucks. Oh yeah, but yeah. So yeah, she storms off and. He's like, you know, if you ever need anything, like I'm here, and I'm like, she's gonna take advantage of that shit. But okay. But yeah, then we're with Miles. So easy. So easy. Um, This is why we need to challenge hot people more. mm -hmm. All right? They don't develop proper defenses because (laughs) everyone gives them the easiest path in life. True. Um, And then we are with Miles. He's asking his dad to help pay for college. He's got a plan. He's like, I'm cashing in on my European trip. I have some other money saved up, blah, 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 whatever. And his dad is like, you really, really want this, don't you? And, like, Miles has a plan. I am proud of him for, like, having a plan and sticking to his guns and coming to his dad and asking him for help and being like, I want a loan. Like, I don't think Miles would have done this a couple of seasons ago, so I'm very proud of him. And his dad is like, well, you know you have a trust like, maybe I'll let you access it early to help you pay for college. And also, my one condition is that you still have to go to prom and you don't have to get rid of your European vacation, I think, was part of that Dude, as well. Dude, like, still fuck this guy. 
because if Miles has chosen any other college, he would have paid for that college and still let him have his trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck this self. Like, he's like, good job for everything you've you've grown through this this during high school. I'm like, you mean the trauma you did at him? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for surviving my trauma I inflicted on you. Thanks. Now you have to take from your trust that I had set aside for you when I originally was going to pay for college. I don't, yeah. It's like, it's like one step forward, two steps back. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's like, there's some progress, but eh. Maybe two steps forward, one step back. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but Miles is going to London and he's now also going to prom. And speaking of prom, we're at the entrance. It's like a cool little storybook entrance. And then I'm like, wait, is prom in the fucking ravine this year? <laughs> <laughs> this is a new development. They're, They're like, literally in the in the ravine. You know Prom that, is in the ravine. You know that place where the kids go to get social diseases? <laughs> Let's put the prom there. And have drum circles and like. <laughs> do but you know what? Ahead of their time, it's very COVID friendly and outdoor prom. True. Um, and then. Oh yeah, and then I think we have a conversation. Like Yale goes to check on something. And then everyone's, like, interrogating Hunter about, like, I guess getting back together with them again. And then they're going through all, like, the letters of, like, LGBTQA plus whatever. I can't really remember this conversation, but it's very weird. Yeah, at one point they're like, he's poly. I'm like, that's not what that means. We already know no. that's not what that means. And they're like, Pan? What's Pan again? And it's like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? He's, like, trying that his best right now. His best usually yeah. sucks. But he's doing his best. And, like, let's it's, just let him be a good friend before we are, like, you guys want to have sex still? Like, Yeah. It's very recently woke teenager. It's very, like, <laughs> I learned all of this on Tumblr yesterday. The fact that they're just like, no, I think that makes you bi. It makes you poly. It's like, not only are you just trying to force definitions down people's throats, you're also assigning it to other people. Which, like, you don't get to fucking do that. Yeah, and like, Hunter is even like, I, let's, I'm let i tired of talking about labels. Like, let's drop this, please. And then police sirens start sounding, and a bomb unit arrives. And Classic like, Degrassi prom. <laughs> Can't have a Degrassi prom without the cops showing up. Honestly. Um, and then we cut to Maya's house. Katie is still here, I guess. <laughs> and she's Wait, taking, on. like, photos of them for prom. Before we move on from the bomb threat, so I have not been, I am very behind on your podcast. I did not know about this weird chat room subplot. I fully thought Esme called in the bomb threat <laughs> to stop Zig from going to prom with Maya. You weren't the only one who thought that. Tiny says that later. Like, maybe it was a disgruntled ex-girlfriend who's, like, fucking shit up. Uh, honestly, Absolutely. we don't know who it was, so it still very well could have been Esme. Yeah, we still don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, at, we're at Maya's house. Katie's taking, like, their prom photos. Maya's wearing a dress that doesn't make sense for her, but she still looks great, she so looks whatever. Great. There's a lot of tension. They're very cute. I am And they're shipping. like, I always thought that we would go end up going to prom together. And I'm like, it is very fitting that they're going to prom together. Like, I'm happy about that. Me too. Also, I don't know that Katie stayed the whole time. I think Katie, like, went back to school because this is, like, around the time she'd be coming home for the summer anyway. That's true. So That's maybe true. she just came back maybe for the summer. Maybe she's just back. 
Yeah. It was just a very unceremonious cameo. She was just like fucking there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but she she has been here already. Oh, so okay. So I'm, I'm still It's not the behind. first time she's been back. Yeah. Okay. Um and the, but then we hear like, "Oh, prom's on hold because of a bomb threat." Oh, oh no. no. Oh my god. Sorry, my cat just bit my phone. Um But yeah, prom's on hold because of a bomb threat. Okay, cut to where Okay, so then Wait, we're I have back at for prom. you guys. What? Did you guys ever have bomb threats at your high school? Because we had, like, one a week for a while. Oh, God. We've only had one once, and it wasn't even at the high school. It was at the middle school, but the middle school was across the street, and we had to do, like, a lockdown. We had a weirdly high number of bomb threats. But we also, like, my graduating class was, was known for being, like, very terrible. It was something. I think it was a bomb threat. Yeah, I think, but I think it was, like, some, like, middle schooler, like, prank called the office but it was oh yeah no ours a bomb or something like that ours were all like prank calls and like dumb bullshit because my my the class that i graduated with um notoriously terrible like rules changed at the school after us the principal would regularly have assemblies with just our class being like you guys are the worst people i've ever seen that was the class after mine. Class 2011. 2011. 2011 ruined everything for Allegra's class. Yeah, I was class of 2012. So it's like, oh, your eighth grade. Wait, what? No, it's like your your senior year, like safe and sober grad night. You get to go to Sunsplash. A water park. A water park slash uh, arcade slash golf course slash go-kart course. Like you get to go there all night. And instead they all did Coke in the laser tag room. <laughs> So we had to go to Strikes, the bowling alley. <laughs> oh yeah. I think they also ruined, like, in eighth grade, we went to Six Flags for, like, an sixth end of the year. Grade, or sixth to... grade. I almost didn't get to go to Six Flags because of the class above me. Eighth grade, we also got to go to Sunsplash. We almost did not get to go because right, of class 2011. Right. 2011 sucked. But, like, class of 2011 put so many, like, draconian rules in at the middle school that our brother, class of... 2014 were fucked over is basically like a little baby prison <laughs> <laughs> so you pretend your class potentially did that to others <laughs> oh no 100 percent they did like rules changed. um there were terrible terrible people in my graduating class but yeah we there was like a point in time where we had bomb threats like with some frequency to wow. the point where like no one was afraid after the first one we were like so such and such wants to get out of math test we're gonna sit on the lawn for a while right you sat on the lawn yeah. i mean maybe that's best safer than us sitting like on the floor in our classroom oh no we had but to I go remember. outside they had to like but have the threat the was also not at school. our school so yeah i remember my first day of high school in my first class there was this like kid i was sitting next to and he was like whatever just a person and then the next week he was gone and i was like what happened to that guy and this guy across from me goes he brought a 12 inch steak knife to school so they expelled him oh, jesus I was, christ like, oh welcome to high school <laughs> oh yeah a guy, i remember um, something my, like that happened my freshman year too a guy in my either fourth or fifth grade class got kicked out for threatening another guy with a pocket knife i think that fifth happened grade. That happened my freshman year. There was this one kid who threatened another kid with a knife at school. And then, like, the guy who threatened him 
got kicked out. But then the guy who was threatened also, like, dropped out and I think either started at a different school or he decided to do homeschool. He, like, could not be at that school anymore, even though the kid got kicked out. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, like, in the within the first week of school or something, too. It was like, welcome to high school. Did, like, we, did we go to Degrassi? <laughs> <laughs> Is Degrassi, like, accurate, actually? Um, yeah. Anyway, we're back at Degrassi. We're back at the prom. And all, like, the volunteers are standing in a line, not sure what's going on. And then Yale's like, well, I think I have an idea of what's going on. And then they go up to the police to talk about the chat room conversations that Saad had been having. And he's being taken by the police. And I just feel really bad for him. Yeah. I mean, we knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to come back. Yeah. And then, but then cut back, we're with like Tiny and Zig and everybody. And like, this is when Tiny thinks Esme called in the threat. And... Upon saying that, Zig texts Esme and is like, are you okay? And Esme then just starts sending, like, pictures of herself in her underwear to Zig's phone. And he's like, okay, I'm ignoring this now. Um, although, uh, in the previous scene, before uh, Yael totally just fucking throws Zod. Zod under the bus, they were like, maybe it's just a prank. It's like, it wasn't a prank in Belgium. And I was like, oh, yeah, the I was in Versailles when that happened oh wow i forgot about that i was right next door to belgium and uh, all the security was like super beefed up yeah the, the belgium threats were like woven into this season very interesting yeah um but then we are then but then like all of a sudden like prom's back on and it's okay um we don't really get any explanation why they got put back on. I don't know if it's because they have sod or if they just. I don't know. I no, they probably we they get probably more information it. on that later. They, like the bomb squad yeah. came, they definitely just like checked everywhere yeah. to make sure there wasn't anything. So then everyone's arriving. This is when we see Zoe and Rasha enter, and then Winston and Miles are here together. And Miles invites Winston to go backpacking with them over the summer, which I love. Um, but then he's like. I can't remember what they start talking about, but it causes Miles to be like, I have to leave now to presumably go see Tristan. No, he, he asks he where Tristan is because he wants to tell him about that he's going to London. Oh, right. Um, and then Winston says he's not there. And then by the time Winston turns around, Miles is fully gone. Yeah. He does a Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, after... Winston is abandoned. He turns around and sees Goldie walking towards him. And he's apologizing to her again about how he handled everything. And Goldie's like, well, why don't we just be, like, dates for tonight? Or essentially. I can't remember what she says. But it's like, it looks like they're going to be, like, de facto prom dates now that they're here. Yeah. Like, let's live in our, like, fairy tale world just for tonight. Well, they use, like, fairy tale like yeah language because he's like sorry i couldn't be your knight and she's like well maybe you can be my prince charming until midnight right exactly <laughs> because they're cheesy they are I'm, um, like, I'm into it though i like it i know i like it <laughs> all right i'm behind on my notes um i talk about this with holland all the time but like the thirst trap vid- uh, pictures that esme was sending uh zig i was like an adult had to be like hi teenager for the next 
national television scene you will be doing, you have to take a picture in your bra. Make him look good. I'm just like, I hope he uh, wasn't actually, I don't, I have a feeling she wasn't a literal teen, but like, she was still probably close. 1998. Well, that's, well, I mean, that was, that's her birthday. That's her character's birthday. That's true. Solon, um, are you checking to see if she's, um, old enough to fuck? Oh my God. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I forgot about that. But who's being who's who's extremely flirty flirt? Is Zig and Maya just being extremely flirty? Oh, flirt? oh yeah. no, she has that. Her birthday is actually 1998, but that would have still made her like 19. She's a Pisces, <laughs> the actress. Oh yeah, she is a Pisces. Oh really? Yeah. Anyway, um, oh yeah, Zig and Maya are like looking at this mirror with like a weird old person filter on it. That I guess. It was part of the the prom photo booth. I don't know. Um, and then I can't remember what happens with the conversation. Oh yeah, I think Esme shows Esme up. Esme shows up. Oh, Wait, yeah. no, 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 no. They he blocks her first. He right. blocks her first. He blocks her. He blocks and, Esme. And he sa- he's talking to Maya, and he's like, you know, I'm grateful for Esme, because, like, if it wasn't for her, I never would have gotten over you. And Maya's like, oh, you got over me? Does that mean we can't dance? And it's like, he's not over you, Maya. You are absolutely <laughs> dancing. This is happening. And I am yeah. weirdly so excited. And then he's like, block! Um, But then we are at the hospital, and Tristan walks into his room to, like, a tuxedoed Miles lying on his bed. And he's asking him if he wants to go to prom. And he's, like, telling him, like, I'm going to London and I'm going to go backpacking, too, and then just stay. And I wanted to spend what little time I had left with the person who's most important to me, which is very sweet. And Tristan's like, I can't go to prom, not because I don't want to, but I'm just, I've had a bad day. I'm not physically up to it. So then Tristan's like, okay, well, then I'll just have to bring prom to you. And then they have a cute little makeshift prom and they slow dance together with like cute little lights in his hospital room this trials moment is so sweet and i think it's a nice like send-off for them totally it's very heartfelt happy pride yeah honestly (laughs) it was cute it was so nice like i know a bunch of people hate tristan but, like, if you're a very, like, young, closeted teen and, like, you see this, this is, like, beautiful t- television. This is so rare. Mm-hmm. And it was so well done and respectful. I, I still yeah, like no. them together. Me but too. I'm also, like, breaking up was the right choice. Yeah. But I also, like, pretty They're firmly very believe different that places. everyone should break up before they go to college. Please go to college. I can single. see them. I can see them coming, like, together again, like, later in life, totally. too. Or reconnecting. The one that got away. <laughs> but now I get to my notes where Yale's, uh, my, it autocorrected to Yale. Yale, like, the Their college. School. Yep. <laughs> Hair looks bad. Vampire boy looks amazing. So, yeah, we're, like, with the volunteers, we're at the photo booth. The guy running the photo booth, like, can we talk about his look? What? He kind of looks like... Keith Urban, Steven Tyler, like, I don't know what his vibe is. It's very strange. His vibe is pedophile, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, I don't like how, like, like, why is he so chatty with them? Why is he assuming gender and relationship status of strange children? 
I don't know. Y'all and Hunter decide to, like, do the photo booth because, like, no one is coming around and whatever. And, yeah. And then... What do your genitals look like, kids? No. (laughs) The photo booth guy is like, all right, do you, like, does your boyfriend want a copy or something? I think he's asking this of Hunter, and Hunter's like, they're not my boyfriend. They're not, I don't know. Then they start talking about, like, pronouns and gender and whatever, and... And Yale's just kind of like, it's okay. Like, Hunter's like, I think Hunter is trying to be like, don't assume Yale's gender to the photo booth guy. And Yale's like, it's fine, it's fine, whatever. I don't want to cause a scene. And then Hunter's like, well, then why did you do this then? Like, what was the point if you're not even, like, going to defend it, I guess, in this moment? was It's it's very interesting because in Hunter's world... Everyone has been hounding him about this shit for, like, a whole week. Yeah. But he has not been talking to Yale about it at all. Yeah. And as soon as they actually do have, a, like, have an opportunity, he is like, well, I'm going to do what everyone else has been doing to me and, like, freak the fuck out. And so when Yale's like, don't worry about it, like, he's just like, well, then what the fuck have I been being harassed for for a whole goddamn week about? Yeah. He still sucks. Don't get me wrong. But then he goes like, it's not normal. And it's like, and, oh, And then Christ. Hunter okay. loses all of our respect collectively. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's like, he's, he's so stupid. It's like, he's, the words that Yale is saying is like, I don't want to cause a scene. I don't want to make a fuss. Just like drop it. It's not a big deal. Choose our battles here. Exactly. And what Hunter is hearing is, I don't actually care about this at all. And it's, like, the dumbest miscommunication. Like, it's willfully obtuse. It's, don't start a fight with every random stranger because my life could be on the line. And all he hears is, it's all made up, la la la, it's a whimsy. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not a good look. And Yale leaves him in the dust while he's looking like like a toy soldier. Um... (laughs) And then fucking Don't Let Me Down starts playing. Is this a Zed situation? Or is it Chainsmokers? I don't know. Like, don't let me, don't let me, don't let me down. Oh, that, that was like, Bruce. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that one. I don't know. I was like, whoa, this song. Like, I recognize the song. That's strange. Um, and then, so yeah, Zig and Maya are dancing. And it seems like they're, like, almost going to kiss. But then My in favorite comes... character, Esme, <laughs> completely changes the channel. And we're watching the How to Get Away with Murder. <laughs> and she's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think you are, like, dancing with her? Just like, I will fucking kill myself right now. She literally says that without the f word and has a knife in her she picks up a knife from like a table and threatens suicide and i'm like where are the teachers where are the chaperones if this happened at a prom so many adults would be on this immediately especially a prom where just had a bomb threat are you fucking crazy (laughs) it's like oh no bomb threat time to go home other adult like our ap history teacher was the fucking dj he would not have (laughs) You want to stop the music. Mr. Bosch. Mr. Would Bosch would have come down there. Okay. I have taken s- off his silly hat. <laughs> I have several things. One, the teachers would never have let Zig just walk away with this no! girl who is clearly a danger to away? herself and others. Two, I love the choice of the entrance of just screaming, you blocked my number. 
hair. I'm like, oh, that's a move. That's a power move. Also, Esme, Esme looks amazing. Her hair looks great. Her dress is amazing. She does look great. Yeah. This actress understands that an entrance is not a beginning. <laughs> it is the finale of where you just were. <laughs> So Esme has been, like, sending thirst traps, trying to lure him in, and she has just been blocked. Like, her crazy meter is at an all-time high. And that is the energy she brings into the scene. It is excellent. Is that the RuPaul quote? What? An entrance is... No. What is that from? Do you know Game Show, G-A-Y... G-A-Y-M-E game show from Caveat. Mm, it's no. now a, like a Roku or Quibi fucking show now, but it's these two comedians about um, they get two straight dudes to compete to see who is the queen of the straights. And it's like, it's a trivia show. It's, it's a no. tremendous, okay. but it's from that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no teachers to be seen anywhere. Zig follows her into the fucking woods. And now she's, like, she's trying to, like, kiss and make up. She's, like, come on, let's just forget that anything bad happened. Like, We were so much come better on. when we were fucking naked, basically. Like, yeah. trying to seduce him into, like, being pliant. It's not the first time she's tried this. And he's, like, we broke up. Please, like, let's, come on. Like, no, I'm going back to prom. Please leave me alone. We broke up. But then she pushes him down a ravine hill, and that is the end of the episode. So for all we know, he is like dead. I mean, I kind of don't probably think he is, not. but that would be funny. At least injured, at least injured in some way. She pushed him down a very big hill. Oh yeah, he's gonna. It's gonna be like he'll share a hospital room with Tristan, <laughs> and they're both like, "You're too hospitaly, and you have to stay back a year. You're the like Jimmy." You have to stay back a year. Okay. And that's I mean, I don't I mean, I kinda don't think Zig is graduating anyway, no, but I definitely don't think Zig is graduating. <laughs> this wouldn't this isn't gonna help. <laughs> all right. Can I I think we should all make predictions. My prediction okay. is that Zig is completely unharmed and is just gonna climb yeah. back up this hill and be like, What the fuck? I mean, I kind of agree with you. I don't think they're gonna make some kind of big tragic thing happen in the very last episode okay. of the show. So when Esme secluded him, like they walked away together, I thought that he was going to be like, no, I don't want you. And then she would like destroy her dress and go out in there and say that he had assaulted her. And I thought she was going to like fake like boy who crawled wolf with assault because she's just fucked up. She's fucked up. But I thought she was going to stab him straight up. I thought she was going to murder him. Yeah. Like yeah. I thought it was going to get much more violent than it did. I think they're definitely going to have him a little beat up and brute. Like he's not going to just walk up. I think there might even be like a search for Zig. Like Esme's like gonna go maybe back to hit his head. Esme's going to go walk into prom, and they're going to be like, where's Zig? And she's like, I don't know. He just, like, called me um, a whore and walked away. I'm the victim here. And, like, people are going to not know where he is, and he's just going to be, like, bleeding out in the ravine. And it's going to be like, a race against time. We have to find Zig or else he's going to be hurt. And then they'll find him. and It'll be fine. Whatever. Yeah. Or, like, some couple is going to go out and try to make out in the ravine and then see Zig, like, in the shadows and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, he but then like he he will be like fine, but like maybe he got a concussion or something. Yeah. <gasps> what if he gets amnesia and he <laughs> forgot that he broke up with Esme? I don't think that's gonna happen in the finale of the show. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That'd be a wild thing to end on and be like, and then we got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. 
But yeah, I, I think he's gonna be fine. I think so too. <laughs> um, he's fucking dead. Like that's how the show ends. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. That would be wild. That would be terrible. Um. All right. Who do we think the Spirit Squad captain is? Um. Is anybody? No. <laughs> Maybe Miles. Miles. Oh yeah, I'll go Miles. I'll go Miles. He's like making things happen for college, no matter what. He's giving up his prom to, to make yeah. Tristan's night special. Yeah, I'm, I think Miles is a good choice. Yeah. So then Chip, Trials. I'm gonna go Maya and Zig. So I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But oh I'm yeah, so Maya and Zig. Board. Yeah. But I honor like there were a lot of like coupley things happen. Like honorable mentions to like Zoe and Ross, Goldie and Winston, yeah. and Goldie and Winston. Like they just were not the focus. So yeah. yeah. Oh, Zoe and Rasha saying, I hope we're together in 15 years made my heart melt. I'm like, yes, please. So cute. I think my greatest. Did we find out who won prom royalty? No, no we're not there yet. We're going to find out in the next Which, episode. I guess, yeah, we're still in the middle of prom. <laughs> yeah. The next episode might pick up still at prom. Yeah, we don't oh my God. That. You know what I hope? I hope that mm -hmm. Esme wins prom queen. <laughs> in like a magical twist. That would be twist. insane. Oh. Carrie es moment, maybe? Esme and Zig <laughs> win prom king and queen, and she's just like, ah, ha, ha, I don't Zig, know where he is. I don't know where you, he is. Silly. Yeah. And then he comes in, like, bloody. Oh, that you would be tried insane. to murder me. That would be insane. Oh, my God. If he went over the top fucking cheese ball <laughs> acting, like, how dare you? <laughs> oh, my God. The possibilities. Okay. Oh so since I'm not going to be on the next episode, I want to, like, Minor closing thoughts on Degrassi next class, I guess. I mean, I don't think this happened in next class. I think this is right before. But I think my, like, greatest disappointment is that Grace or whatever, blue-haired girl, um, wasn't actually gay. <laughs> and they just fucking, they just did that to Zoe. Yeah. I was like, fuck you. Like, yeah. that's still just, that's the just queer lame. baiting was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that was, like, the in-between, like, I think that movie was in-between Next Gen and Next Class. So, yeah. like, when we picked up in Next Class, they were like, never mind, she's not gay. Was that the insane movie that you and I didn't like, yes. but Kelsey loved? Yes. Yes. Because yes. we got way too high watching oh, it. I got perfectly <laughs> high, and I watched it on a train. It was the best. Yeah. I think we were too high, we and you too, were the perfect amount. Too high. <laughs> We were too high in where it seemed like it lasted forever. It felt like a four-hour movie. Yeah. God, that and I had, like, that creepy dude from the newspaper. God, that movie was wild. I'm doing something more important. What? Science? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we died at that one. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So, for Grapevine, we have a game from Avery, I'm assuming, is how... A-V-E-R-I. That's how I'm pronouncing that. Um, sorry if that's wrong. And it's a graduation game because we are approaching graduation. Um, so they have provided us a list of graduation classes and has questions associated with them. So first of all, here, let's, the breakdown of all of our classes. So High Fidelity, we saw Paige, Hazel, Alex, Ellie, and Marco graduate. We built this city. Emma, Manny, Liberty, Toby, Spinner, Jimmy, and Damien graduated. Fucking Damien. <laughs> I forgot all about Damien. 
Degrassi takes Manhattan. Peter, Danny, Johnny, DeMarco, and Jane graduated. Take a bow. Sav, Holly J, Riley, Zane, Shantae, and Anya graduate. The time of my life. Fiona, Bianca, Eli, Marisol, Jake, Mo, Katie, and Owen graduate. Owen. And then finally, Becky, Allie, Dallas, Claire, Imogen, Jenna, Connor, and Drew graduate. So those are the classes that we're working with. So questions associated. Which episode is the most enjoyable to watch? You're really making me stretch my memory here. I'm, I, I'm going flat out. We built this city. We built this city. What happened in it? <laughs> remember there was I that whole to... thing up with Liberty and Damien that was and drama, but then they all came the together. The love triangle thing love was triangle happening. Thing. Yeah. But then they all came together and cried about JT, and it was very Aww. sentimental. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. I Which just... <laughs> Degrassi takes Manhattan. Is that when Fiona kisses her brother? Yes. And it's also the one when Spinner and Emma get married. All right. That's the worst one, obviously. (laughs) Is that one the most bonkers? Because that's the next question. Yeah, that's that's the most bonkers. Which is the most bonkers? Yes, Degrassi Takes Manhattan is the most bonkers. Fiona kisses her twin brother. And Spinner marries Emma. And Spinner marries Emma. That was the most bonkers. That shit. Cosine. Which is the most forgettable slash nothing graduation? Uh, The one where Anya graduates. Yeah, yeah. the Sav Holly J one. I don't remember Although, any of it. Another bonkers moment I'm pretty sure happens is the Sav Mrs. O thing. Oh yeah. But oh yeah, and they were dating in real life. It was They so... were? Yes. Oh god. Oh god. I didn't know that. It was probably more age appropriate in real life, but still gross. Yeah, but like he she wasn't his actual teacher. They were coworkers and yeah. he was an adult, but still, still weird. Yeah. Um which had the best drama? I'm going to go the time of my life because that's the one with Claire. Like, something happened. Oh, she drove to, they wanted to, like, drive somewhere to, like, get an abortion or something? No. Was this it that one? No. Because no, it, it, she gets pregnant after uh, Eli graduates. But I think this is when she finds, she thinks she, there might be, either she finds out that she has cancer. Oh, yeah. Or she thinks, or, or like she found something. She's like waiting for test results, and she gets them like right before the thing happens. I think it's related to her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, I agree. Which episode do you think had the most sincerity? I mean, probably again, we built this city. Yeah, yeah. or high fidelity. I don't really remember. Yeah, one but of I the first two. Yeah. yeah. Which class were you least sad to see go? Anya. Yeah, take a bow. The only one I miss is Holly J. Yeah, take I know. About. I love yeah. Holly J, but like Sav got real boring near the end. Like, I'm Anya sorry, really Sav, Riley, Zane, Shantae, and Anya. Like, mm, I was Riley not tied to any of those. Forgettable. <laughs> that was not a great batch of students. Holly J is the superstar, but like everybody else. But she yeah. still started off horrible. Yeah. So for her time, it was like, I don't like any of these people. She had to like get kidney failure for us to like <laughs> become endeared towards her. Um,. Which class were you most sad to see go? And which, oh yeah, so which class were you most see, sad to see go? I think High Fidelity. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of those, I mean, Paige, I don't know. Marco, Alex. I think I still might say we built this city, 
because we still saw a lot of the people from High Fidelity in college in true. the season that Emma but had graduated. Real, yeah, but in real time, in the moment, we didn't know we were going to see them in college. That it hadn't is, really but like, come out yet. Um, I don't know. I st- I'm still going to go with We Built This City because then I think like most of those people actually were gone after You never that. see Jimmy again. But also like seeing Jimmy and Spinner graduate, like oh. very emotional. Yes. Uh, um, oh, no. the, fuck the, is the one Damien? that made me the most emotional was We Built This City. But the class I was the most sad to see go was High Fidelity. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Who's Damien? Damien, he's the guy that Emma like bought a dog for and called Eggers to impress him. And then, was that Damien? he cheated oh, on her with Liberty at prom? And right. he originally he off so starting. We he was very, he was very bland. Him. He was, he did That's not have a Natasha lot of. That's when Natasha Bedingfield was on the show. Yes, yes. it was yeah. super bland. Yes. And he, uh, he started off dating Manny when he came over from Lakehurst. Right. He was a Lakehurst transfer. Right. God, I love Manny. Right. God. Right. So oh. that's, but that's the end of the game. So thank you, Avery, for sending that to us. And that's all we have for today. We do have a couple more emails, but they're just very long and we're going to save it for the next episode. Um, um, I want, I'm going to send you guys an email because I want to know like final, final thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Ne- like next, Give us a prompt. <laughs> yeah. Like next episode, I want you to be like, who's the greatest all time ship? Yeah, we should maybe do like superlatives for the series. Greatest or something all time like anti ship. Yeah, <laughs> maybe guys. we should. Yeah, we'll probably have to do some reflecting. I'm starting <laughs> to get emotional. I like didn't think I was going to be super sad, but I think the next episode I'm probably going to cry. It's going to be a lot. We've been doing this for five years. I know. So. I've been doing this before I moved to New York. I yeah. know. I remember. Oh my God. This is like kind of how we became friends. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Because we, like, had started. I mean, we were already out. friends. Yeah. We had just started hanging out. I remember we talked about the idea when we were, like, at the gym yeah. by work. Like, on ellipticals or something. We are like, we should do this. And then we did. And then it was like, okay, so now we, like, have a built-in, like, we see each other at least once a week situation. And, yeah. But if we've learned anything from our hiatuses, it's that... We still see each other plenty without, and it's nice oh, to yeah. not have to only see each other exactly. for podcasts. <laughs> yes. But it's, I think it's what, like, it started the regularity yeah. of how often we saw each other. Totally. And then, yeah. This is a foundational part of your friendship story. It is. It is, yes. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's super weird. It's really weird. Because I've actually, I've technically known you. I would actually say, like, your birthday party in 2015 is, yeah. like, the the start. The real start. Start something <laughs> new. Yeah. Um, when, uh, it, but that was after we saw Crimson Peak together, right? No, it was before. Was it? Because Crimson Peak came out, like, around Halloween. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know because I was in San Diego <laughs> and the weather in San Diego is always the same. So I'm like, this could have been April. I don't know. <laughs> but, oh yeah, so that is the end of our Grapevine segment. If you'd like to be featured on the last, <laughs> potentially last one next week, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or send us an email at whatevertakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Uh, but if you're on apple podcast if you could rate and review that would be pretty cool um you can subscribe too because i'll i might post like 
info about upcoming things on that feed, TBD, I don't know, um, but we'll see. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Keller High Water. You can follow me on Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. Or you can follow my dog on Instagram, Boomy the Boxkey. Boomy like Avatar Boomy. Yeah, B U M I. Do you want to plug any social media, Allegra? Ah, fuck. She's still playing games on her head. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. So Holland and I's project. I mean, if that is something that we will do um we we're in motion on it i really want to do it <laughs> we're but, going we're doing it we just uh, we're baking some episodes first. yeah we're like doing it today yeah after uh, this, we're recording but if that. you want to follow me for some reason um koala t14 i didn't know there was a brand called koala t this is not associated like <laughs> oh, i didn't know that either i don't know when i became such a huge donor was it when i started dating josh or was it the pandemic who knows it was but josh like many things <laughs> that's in why my i life, became kind of a stoner i was not sober when i made this handle but koala t14 on twitter um and as far as recommending things i'm going to go first because i have a feeling you two might try to recommend the same thing. So I'm going to recommend Bo Burnham's Inside. If yep. you have not watched Second it yet, in. it's fucking amazing. I've had, when Allegra and I went to a wedding last weekend, and the whole time we were just singing that feeling like shit song, yep. it's a masterpiece. So watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, I'm going to recommend a podcast. It's called That Spooky, and it's fantastic. It's uh, It's exactly what it sounds like. It's very funny. It's hosted by this gay couple who are actually based in Toronto. And they're delightful. Sweet. Um, I do recommend Inside. I do recommend um, Boomy the Boxy on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I guess uh, Boys State, the documentary, because it's very similar to the Y&G stuff we were talking about before. Oh, yeah. I still need to watch that. Um, yeah. It's like there's like two good things on Apple TV+. Plus. One is Ted Lasso, which is amazing. <laughs> and the other is Boys State. So if you get the seven-day free trial for Apple TV+, Plus, watch those two things. Sweet. All right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, Allegra, for joining us for potentially the last time. But we're going to be hearing your voice anyway coming up. Have so. a fun time <laughs> learning how Holland and I sort of sound different. <laughs> Well, we'll, uh, I, yeah, so I'm not, I'm like, I almost spoiled more about our project, but I'm not going to. Um, and thank you as always to Jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Goodbye, Panthers. Oh, bye-bye.